This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as fire as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and I want to welcome to another edition of Veritas, where we uncover the truth, one guest at a time. For those who dare to seek, Veritas is the place where they shall find. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members. As always, you are keeping Veritas alive. Tonight's special guest is John Perkins author, environmental philosopher, businessman, and former economic hitman. He is the best-selling author of the classic expose, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Tonight, we'll be discussing that and his new book, Hoodwinked. John Perkins will be with us shortly. To listen to the complete version of this and all our past and future shows, become a member. You will receive immediate access to all our inventory of shows. That's all of them the Veritas private chat room, and the Manticore forum. Just head on over to our website, veritasshow.com, click on subscribe, and take Veritas with you. Remember, we survive on your voluntary subscriptions only. There are no commercials and no censorship. Have you looked at our newest, hottest product? 
It's the 8GB brushed metal cased USB drive containing all of Season 1 and a lot of bonus material. It's now in stock. You may want to check out what else is included. There's a lot of material crammed into this futuristic piece of Veritas history. Visit the Veritas store for more information and to place your order. If you need to get in touch with me, just go to our website, veritasshow.com, and click on the contact button or on Facebook. And now, get ready to find out how we have been hoodwinked by the New World Government, which is already in place. So stop looking for a New World Order. It's already here, in the way of CEOs who run the corporatocracy, those few corporations that control the vast amount of capital, land, and resources around the globe, and the politicians they manipulate. These corporate fat cats have sold us all on predatory capitalism, a misguided form of geopolitics and capitalism that encourages a widespread exploitation of the many to benefit a small number of the already very wealthy. Their arrogance, gluttony, and mismanagement have brought us to the perilous edge. The solution is not a return to normal. How did we get here, and what can be done? John Perkins will tell us, and he's coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you are listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. right here on the very test show is supplied by the independent artists from jamendo.com if you hear a song you like go over to our homepage verytestshow.com click on the guest look up the song and download it you can even buy the group's cds in many cases right there at jamendo.com this is peter lavenda and you are listening to Veritas. John Perkins is an author, environmental philosopher, businessman, and the best-selling author of the classic expose Confessions of an Economic Hitman and other publications. John Perkins has seen the signs of today's economic meltdown before, the subprime mortgage fiascos, the banking industry collapse, the rising tide of unemployment, the shuttering of small businesses across the landscape are all too familiar symptoms of a far greater disease. In his former life as an economic hitman, he was on the front lines both as an observer and a perpetrator of events. Once confined only to the third world, they have now sent the United States and in fact the entire planet spiraling down toward disaster. Tonight we'll be discussing John's latest book, here, Perkins pulls back the curtain on the real cause of the current global financial meltdown. He shows how we've been hoodwinked, which is the title of his new book, by the CEOs who run the corporatocracy. But there is a way out, Perkins makes clear, that we can create a healthy economy that will encourage business to act responsibly, not only in the interests of their shareholders and corporate partners and the lobbyists they have in their pockets, but in the interests of their employees, their customers, the environment, and society at large. Perkins assures that we can create a society that fosters a just, sustainable, and safe world for us and our children. Each of one of us 
makes these choices every day. He says that we hold the power, if only we recognize it. Tonight, John Perkins will share with us how we all have been hoodwinked, how we have arrived at this precarious point in our history, but also what we must do to stop the global tailspin. And it is a pleasure to me to introduce John Perkins. Hello, Mr. Perkins, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? It's great to be with you. Thanks so much, Mel. My pleasure. And may I call you John? Absolutely. I have looked forward a long time to this opportunity, and I want to thank, first of all, Peg Booth, your publicist, for finally getting you on the show, because I know you've been busy traveling. Uh, yes, it's been pretty calm for about the last five years, ever since Confessions of an Economic Hitman came out. And uh, But uh, I feel very privileged that I have the opportunity to speak out to so many people uh, across the country and, and around the world, in fact. And here's a question that I want to discuss right at the beginning of the show, John, that must be in everyone's mind. What triggered your transition? And we're going to talk about what an economic hitman is, but what triggered your transition from, let's say, being one of them to now being one of us? Well, I was an economic hitman starting about 1970 for about 10 years. And during that whole time, uh, I was continually getting more and more aware of the wrong that we were doing. When I started off, I was trained by this woman named Claudine, who who was a remarkable trainer. She really hooked me in the business, and we can talk more about that later if we want to. But um, I was always kind of convinced that I would be different. She told me that it was was a dirty business, and once you're in, you're in for good. And I, I always figured I would be different. And... Someday I'd write a book and expose the system, which, of course, I eventually did, but it took me an awful long time. But the, the, the deeper I got into it, the more I really saw uh, what a, a, a terrible job uh, we were all doing and I was doing and how we were deceiving people, that we were creating a clandestine empire uh, rather than trying to make the world a better place. Uh, I always had I'd gone to business school and I, I taught the World Bank and IMF and organizations like that were truly trying to get rid of poverty and make the world a better place. But the deeper into this I got, the more I understood that that just wasn't the case at all, that what they were doing was helping big corporations become more powerful and more wealthy and essentially creating an empire. Um, but so by my 10th year as an economic hitman, I've now got a staff of close to 50 people working for me. My official title was chief economist at a major consulting firm, Charles T. Maine in Boston. And I had really become very, very disillusioned. And there was a pivotal moment when I was I'd taken a vacation in the Virgin Islands and I was sailing, a sm- I had a small sailboat I was staying on. And late one afternoon, I rode it into shore at St. John Island and I climbed up this hill to a very old ruins of a sugarcane plantation. And I sat up there, it was, it was quite idyllic. The sun was setting, bougainvillea growing all around me on these beautiful little ruins. And I sat there taking in this idyllic scenery and then suddenly I was struck by the fact that this plantation had been built on the bones of thousands of slaves. And then it, it, it was, I had the realization that the whole hemisphere has been built on the bones of millions of slaves. And then at that point, I had to admit to myself that I, too, was a slaver, that the world that I was creating was putting a lot of people into a modern form of economic slavery. And at at that moment, I decided to quit. And uh, that's when I quit being an economic hitman. 
And I always say on this show that slavery was never abolished. It was transformed into the 9 to 5 matrix. But speaking of St. John, I know exactly that spot. Uh, I'm from the Caribbean, so I know exactly where that is. Your book, that's Confessions the, yes, of that, an Echo... That, that, that's the Annenberg, uh, Mel, that's the Annenberg plantation. You probably do know it well. Absolutely. And uh, your book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, has sold more than 1 million copies, and it's been translated into 30 languages. Even leaders from many countries have read your book. Doesn't this put you in the category of dangerous whistleblower? And I believe they tried to subvert you with $500,000 to not write your memoirs. If people are subverted or destroyed and you were not subverted, how are you still alive and well and have you been threatened? <laughs> Good question. Um, you know, after I, I quit being an economic hitman after that uh, enlightened moment on St. John, um, I, I started to write the book and... Uh, I contacted other economic hitmen and jackals. They're the people who step in when we economic hitmen fail, and they either overthrow governments who haven't cooperated with us or assassinate their leaders. I talk about that in some detail in the books. Um, and so I contacted other economic hitmen and jackals to get their stories into my book. And at that point, I, I began receiving anonymous phone calls, threats. I had a young daughter. Her life was threatened. I took the threats very seriously. I, I had seen people assassinated. I, I knew what the jackals could do. At about the same time, the chairman of the board of a big Boston, New York consulting firm, Stone and Webster, uh, invited me out to dinner. And over dinner, he said, you know, you have a great resume. I did. As I said, I was chief economist at one of their competitors. I had been. And he said, but we'd like to use your resume and our proposals. You don't have to do any work. Uh, you won't have to do much work. Just let us use your resume, and we'll give you a consultant's uh, fee that, that added up to about $500,000, half a million dollars. He said, just don't write the book. You can't write the book that I know you've been working on and, and continue to do this. You can write the other books that you'd like to write about, indigenous people. And I did. I wrote five books about indigenous people. But right. he said, just don't write this book. And I, I took the threats very, very seriously, Mal, and I, I took the bribe. I took the money. It was a legal bribe. And, I, and in my own defense, I have to say I, I, I put a lot of the money toward helping some of the people that, whose lives I had impacted so negatively, eventually forming Dream Change, or nonprofit. You can go to dreamchange.org to learn more, and Pachamama Alliance, pachamama.org. These are nonprofits that work with many of these people. So that kind of assuaged my guilt, but I didn't write the book. And then at 9-11, I was in the Amazon working with some of these people, and uh, when I came home, I flew to New York and went to Ground Zero. And as I stood there looking into that still smoldering pit, I, I knew I had to write the book. Uh, the American people had to know why there was so much resentment in the world uh, aimed at us. And But at this point, I decided I, I wouldn't tell anybody that I was writing the book. Even my wife and daughter, uh, they knew I was writing something, but they didn't know what. I wouldn't write a proposal. I wouldn't get an advance the, the way authors usually do. I wrote the whole book. And then I sent the manuscript to my literary agent who got it out to the big publishing houses. At that point, it became my best insurance policy. And it still is, really, because mm -hmm. any jackal out there knows, anybody who doesn't want me to spread the word knows that 
the worst thing they can do is is kill me. If, if right. somebody had shot shot me back then, or somebody shoots me today, you know the book the book has sold a million copies, but it will sell many many millions more. If suddenly something tragic happens to me, and they they know that. Um, and and plus the people who normally wouldn't read the book suddenly will will read it, and that's the last thing they want to have happen. And before we start with the term economic hitman, I, I want to put things in perspective for our listeners. Recently, your daughter and son-in-law gave you a grandson. And I've heard you say that what I usually say on this show, it seems that you and I have the same goal. We both want to see uh, and do something that can manifest a better world for the children. What are you doing to make this happen? Well, my main job at this point is is to write and, and speak. I, I'm on a long speaking tour. I, I fly out day after tomorrow to University of Massachusetts, where I'm speaking at a conference there, and I'm one of the main organizers behind a new sustainability initiative at, at UMass, um, and many other places where I speak. In, in fact, your listeners could go to johnperkins.org, and my schedule's on there, and I'd love to meet some of them in person. Um, and, and I write. You know, in the last uh, five years, I've written three books on this subject, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, uh, The Secret History of the American Empire, and the most recent one, Hoodwinked. And I'm 65. I've kind of stopped uh, trying to organize corporations or even nonprofits. I serve on the boards of nonprofits. Um, so I do do that kind of work. But I see my main goal as being to inspire others, uh, particularly young people. I particularly like to, 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 to do things at universities, MBA programs. I work with the future leaders, inspiring them mentoring them in any way I can. And yes, I have a three-year-old grandson. His name is Grant. And every time I hold uh, this young man in my arms or, or walk with him through the woods, I, I have to wonder what this world is going to look like in six decades when he's my age. And, and I know if we keep on this course, it'll be very ugly. Uh, so I'm deeply motivated, perhaps more now than ever with, with a grandson to, to change that world. And I also recognize that there's no, for the first time in history, there's no way that my grandson living here in the United States can enjoy a sustainable, just, and peaceful world unless every child on the planet enjoys a just, sustainable, and peaceful world. This has never been the case before. Uh, but today, suddenly, we're, we're, we're terribly interconnected. And we have to recognize that the only way we can have homeland security is when we understand that the whole world is our homeland. And so when I talk about creating a better world for my grandson, I'm really talking about creating a better world for every child on this planet. And uh, that, that is my goal, to inspire others to continue to do their work as well as to continue to do my work and to inspire young people particularly to recognize that the, that the greatest thing they can do in their lives, that the, the, the surest way to real prosperity is to work hard to create a better planet for ourselves and our, our children and grandchildren. And I have a three-year-old daughter, and that's why I bring people like you on the show so we can discuss how to make this world better. You know, when you have... Uh 5% of the world population consuming 25% of the resources. Something is wrong, John. But before we continue discussing this, what is an economic hitman and who do they work for? Well, I think it's fair to say, Mel, that economic hitmen have created the world's first truly global empire. And it's the first empire in history that's been uh, established primarily without the military through economics. And obviously, we, we work in many different ways, but the most common, sort of the, the general approach, 
is to identify a, a country that, with resources our corporations covet, like oil, and then arrange a large loan to that country through the World Bank or one of its sister organizations, and yet the, the money doesn't actually go to the country, and it never goes to that country. Instead, it goes to our own corporations to build big infrastructure projects in that country, things like power plants and highways and industrial. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.